feeling like you're juggling endless tasks from content to proposals and everything in between? And if just thinking about adding content marketing to your list overwhelms you even more, I've got something for you. Introducing the Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit, your jumpstart to content marketing success. It's all about the four crucial decisions to clarify your plan and kickstart your content creation journey. I've walked your path since 2005, managing marketing and proposal deadlines. That's why I've crafted this kit to make your journey just a bit smoother. Let's face it, just getting started is often the hardest part, especially with new strategies. The Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit leads you through those vital early steps. It's about getting growth clarity, understanding your dream audience, and turning your existing content into pure gold. Are you ready to jumpstart your content marketing game? Visit marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit and snag your ultimate AEC content marketing starter kit. Let's conquer the content world one campaign at a time. Grab your starter kit now over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit. Hey there, welcome to the Marketers Take Flight podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Diven, founder of Marketers Take Flight and the creator of the Proposal Pro course. I am obsessed with helping AEC marketers just like you put order back into the proposal process, create winning strategies, and build the confidence and courage to advance your career. Each week, I will be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews to fly through the proposal turbulence and have your career take off. So let's dive right in. Professional services firms don't just make a product that one consumer is going to purchase. The services that our firms sell are complex and involve different decision makers who have different needs and goals. Successful firms don't just know who those decision makers are, but rather develop personas that guide their marketing strategies. This is the third episode in the special Mod Marketing Podcast Series. As a reminder, this series walks you through how to modernize your marketing techniques using digital, online, thought leadership, and content marketing strategies. These strategies will help raise your firm's brand awareness, capture new leads, and eventually drive the growth at your firm. And in today's episode, I'll dive deeper into what personas are, how to develop personas, and how they are used to help create your digital marketing strategies. And as a reminder, I'm your host, Lindsay Divin, host of the Marketers Take Flight show, and welcome to another episode. So let's start this episode first with what is a persona? Let's define it. According to HubSpot, a a buyer persona is a fictional generalized representation of an ideal client. The persona helps you understand your clients and your prospective clients better and make it easier for you to develop content to the specific needs, behaviors, and concerns of these different groups. The personas are based on insight that you gather from existing clients, market research, either done by marketing, done by business development, or maybe even outside hired resources. And due to the nature of our firms, who we pursue projects 
that have multiple decision makers, most of our firms will have multiple personas. Okay, so now we know kind of what a persona is, and it'll become more clear in the next parts of the of this episode. Let's now talk about how to create or develop our personas. If you recall in the last Mod Marketing podcast series episode, episode number 72, we talked about setting digital marketing goals. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, hit that pause button, but first save this episode, but go back to episode 72 and listen to that one first. You see, if you don't have a good grasp on your firm's growth goals and thus use those growth goals to develop your digital marketing goals, you won't have the guidance to do these next steps, including identifying your personas. Don't get me wrong, you can still develop your personas and implement a digital marketing campaign, but you're running the risk of wasting resources and your time if those campaigns do not support the growth goals of your firm. And we all have limited time, we have limited energy, we have limited resources. So I wanna make sure that the work that you are doing is the right work and is moving in the, in the same direction your firm leadership is headed. So, and trust me, it makes getting that buy-in for that marketing campaign just so much easier. Okay, I'm stepping off my soapbox now. <laughs> so let's assume that you listen to episode 72, that you have your firm's growth goals and you have set your digital marketing goals. So with that assumption, you now have, you're armed with some guidance or some direction of the different types of clients or agencies you're targeting. But don't stop there. It's now time to dig deeper with creating persona profiles for those targeted clients. And after we create these, I'll explain how how um, taking this step and doing this, do it, putting in this work will make your marketing messaging so much easier and so much more effective. Okay, so trust me on that for right now. But first, let's we we need to create the persona. So to do this, we begin by asking specific questions about current and ideal clients to find out as much as possible about who they are and how they interact with your firm. This can be done through research, surveys, interviews, um, and this can include a you know asking and researching a mix of clients prospective clients, and maybe those outside the firm who might align with that target audience, such as other key teaming partners or vendors or providers. Some methods for gathering this information to develop these personas can include looking through your contacts database, um, looking at other marketing channels like your email marketing service provider or your social media channels or your CRM. So all of your, you know, all of this information cre- contains contacts, right? So look through all of these. I'm going to just lump them into contacts databases and look through them all to uncover trends about how certain clients find and consume your marketing content already. Anything that's out there that's existing. So that's one method. Another method is to use form fields that capture certain persona information when you are creating or setting up forms on your website. For example, if your personas vary based on agency role, ask for ask each um, lead for this type of information um, about their role, what their role is, 
um, on your website form. So just add a field on your website form that says job title or role at the agency. Another, so this would be future. So if you don't already have that set up, then you know that's something to consider for the future. If you have it set up, look at what, you know who filled out those forms. Again, that would be probably fed into your contacts database. Another method is to ask for feedback from the business development team or whoever does business development, whether it's committed business developers, seller doers, principals, but ask for feedback for, from that business development team about the leads and about the contacts that they're interacting with the most. What generalizations can they make about the different types of contacts that serve the firm the best? Another method similarly is to ask for feedback from your project managers or other project delivery teams. What generalizations can they make about the different types of client contacts that they work with on the projects? And then yet another method is to go straight to the source and interview clients and prospective clients to discover what they like about the services the firm offers or other similar firms offer. And to give you some help or some ideas of what to ask, here's some maybe example questions to ask, either internally or directly to the clients or prospects. What is their profession? What does a typical day in their life look like? Where do they go for their information? How do they prefer to obtain services? What is important to them when choosing a firm? What do they value most? What are their goals, maybe professionally or personally, or department goals or agency goals? Use this information to identify some of the patterns and commonalities, especially when you talk to three or four people at different agencies that are maybe in the same role. So that can begin once you start identifying those patterns and commonalities, um, then you can start recording, meaning write it down, <laughs> this information and, and, you know, put it in little buckets. And, you know, some of this information that you might want to write down include your the basic demographic information. So maybe age, income level, location, maybe do they work from home? Do they work in the office now or is it hybrid? maybe background information. So what are their job duties? What's their career path look like? You know, are they early career, mid-career, late career? Um, What's their family look like? What's their lifestyle look like? And then another kind of grouping of information are identifiers. So what are their communication preferences? What are their social media platforms? What media um, do they get their information from? Podcasts, YouTube, um, certain publications. And then another area of information are challenges. What does this person struggle in relation to meeting the goals, project goals, agency goals, professional goals? What serves as a roadblock for this person's success? And then bringing it back to your firm, what can we do? What can our firm do to help this person, this persona achieve their goals? Um, How can we help this persona overcome their challenges? And then lastly, goals. What are their primary and secondary goals? Personal versus professional goals. Role-related goals versus company goals or agency goals. And to help you, it's hard to kind of visualize on the podcast. So to help you like record this or write this down, I've created a persona development worksheet. 
This worksheet will guide you through all of these questions that I that I just went through and give you a place to record that information, to write down that information. And you can take this worksheet and you can use it for each persona that you create. But once you create it, you don't stop there, right? So once the persona is created, I highly encourage you to share it with other marketing um, team members, business development, executives, and operations to ensure that the entire firm has the same view of that persona. So once you've done that, you've identified a persona, you pass, you more than likely have more than one. Um, you've gathered some information about that, those personas and, you know, hopefully using my, uh, persona development worksheet and you've shared that information internally. So what do you do now, right? How do you use this information for your marketing? Well, that's what I'm going to tell you next, friends. You see, personas allow you to personalize or target your marketing for your different segments or different personas. For example, instead of maybe sending a monthly newsletter to all the contacts in your CRM system, you can segment by personas and tailor or slightly change the newsletter content according to what is known about each persona. So let's say your firm is Acme Engineering and you've identified three different personas. You have facility directors, you have permitting coordinators, and you have prime architects. These personas, as you could probably assume, have very different specific needs, behaviors, concerns, right? There you can see those three different groups. So sending a monthly newsletter that contains the same content to the entire list, it might work, but a better option is if you changed um, the newsletter content slightly, maybe that, you know, maybe the each project feature or blog article was written or highlighted in a way that was specific to that persona in mind. Um, you know, maybe the project that you show is different for the permitting coordinators versus, or even the project image that you show for the permitting coordinators is going to be a lot different than your prime architect's newsletter. The way that you do a headline or the subject line or an intro paragraph is going to be written differently for all three. So you don't have to completely recreate all of the content, but adjusting it ever so slightly, the images that you show or not show, um, the way you maybe write the teasers, that kind of thing can be tailored for each of the personas and you're going to have better um, engagement rates and open rates. So that's just one example. Other uses for personas um, for our marketing strategies could include building effective content marketing strategies by focusing on keyword research efforts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about that in some future mod marketing episodes. Another use is identifying and prioritizing the most relevant promotional activities. So these can be offline or online depending on what that persona um, is involved with or you know, areas that they go to, et cetera, et cetera. Another use for personas is timing marketing campaigns for peak engagement rates. So I will say that if one of your personas are you know, maybe facility directors or executive level, you might want to send your email marketing campaigns at like five in the morning 
or six in the morning. So, cause you know, they're starting work early and the first thing they're going to be doing is checking emails where compared to maybe one of your personas are inspectors. And so they're out in the field all day. So they might not even get back to their office until four or five o'clock. And so maybe you can send your email late in the day. So that's just like some of the, you know, how you can use personas in in your timing of your marketing campaigns. It could be time of the day. It could be seasonal. So, you know, if you know the start of the fiscal year, everybody's busy getting things either started or it's the last month of the fiscal year and they're trying to spend all their money, might not be a good time for a marketing campaign. Other uses for personas may include publishing content and advertising on the channels. So email, social media, et cetera, et cetera, most frequented by the personas. Is it on your channels? Is it on other industry channels that maybe you can pay for some placement or you can you know, just pitch content to them? Other uses for personas include personalizing your marketing automation efforts. We're going to talk about that a little bit in an upcoming episode as well. And then lastly, refining your copywriting to reflect improved SEO strategies. And so this goes to kind of my newsletter um, idea too, but um, I know for us, when I'm writing blog posts for Full Sail Partners, we have six personas. And so depending on the blog, you know, the the point of that blog article, which persona we're trying to appeal to, I write the heading and the title and the headings and some of the content to get some of those keywords in there. And don't worry, um, many, of the, many of these uses or strategies, again, I'll be covering in the upcoming episodes of the Mod Marketing Podcast series. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, or you feel a little overwhelmed, that's okay. For now, your assignment is just to develop your personas and understand the differences between each different type of persona your firm may market to. Okay, so why do we do all this, right? Let me give you some statistics. When the personas are used correctly, they allow you to produce this highly targeted content that leads to better response from new and repeat clients. And there is data to prove this. Um, According to research from Single Grain, companies who used personas saw that their websites were two to five times more effective, that personalized emails had a 15, or I'm sorry, a 14% higher click-through rate, and conversion rates were 10% higher. So I'll link to that report in the show notes page so you can read through all the details and share internally. But I don't want to stop with marketing. Personas don't have to just be used for marketing campaigns. You can use persona information throughout the firm. Now, while so far in this episode, I've, you know, focused on marketing's use of personas, once the personas are defined, they can be used throughout the, the entire project lifecycle. Let me give you a few examples so you know what I'm talking about. For business development, personas are valuable to anyone in the firm who is client-facing, from crafting one-on-one message and building rapport to understanding the persona on a deeper level. This, All of this allows the business developers to be better prepared to address the client's concerns. And then let's talk project delivery. 
Just because the firm won the project, you know, your firm shouldn't stop building the relationship with the client. Because of this, involve your project management team members in the persona development process so that it can be tailored to the project delivery process for your firm. And just as the goals, the the goals in the last mod marketing podcast series episode I talked about, just I see those goals, they are the blueprints for the mod marketing strategies. And just as those are the blueprints, the persona is then the foundation, which the rest of the marketing plan is built upon. So if you can think of the goals as the blueprints, like what you're going to build, then the persona is the foundation where everything else is built upon. And having a deep understanding of the personas is the foundation for building a digital marketing strategy. It's critical to driving content creation, seeking out new clients and prospects, building relationships, delivering the projects, and really anything that relates to client acquisition and retention. Okay, so here are your action items. Like I said, make sure that you first listen to episode 72 and have your digital marketing goals set. Those goals work to give you the guiding direction of where to even begin developing the personas. This is especially important if your firm is large and works with many different clients or agency types or industries or market types. You want to narrow your focus on where to begin and your digital marketing goals do just that. Okay, so assuming you have your goals, take your goals Identify two to three potential decision makers that would be targeted. Then begin the persona research. Use the persona development worksheet to help, you know, record this research and eventually write the persona. Most likely you'll have two to three personas for each marketing goal. You might even have more than that. And that's okay. The biggest takeaway is to use the persona development worksheet for each persona write down the information and share it with the other departments to get feedback and confirmation. Again, you can download that persona development worksheet over on the show notes page at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash 74. Then once you've done that, share it with me. Just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Lindsay Divin. Tell me the names or the types of your personas. I'm really wanting you to do this work so your marketing will be successful. And the best way for me to to know this, that you've done this, is if you tell me. So really go do it. Download the Mod Marketing Persona Development Worksheet. Identify and build out your personas. And then send me the names of those personas to me over on Insta in a DM. And in the next Mod Marketing series, I'll be sharing how to use this information to develop your content strategy. Also, what I always say at the end of my episodes, if you love this episode and think a friend or a colleague would really enjoy it, grab the link, email it to them, and share it with a friend. My goal is to support as many marketers on their journey as possible. All right, so I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.